0: hey good evening it's november 18th sabine here before you you see the new article the pleiades timekeeper i published this yesterday and it's because the pleiades timekeeper the marker on the calendar about the days of noah we're currently in we're in the first 40 days of the judgment pattern of noah that marker is today the Pleiades timekeeper is the culmination of the Pleiades the yearly high point of the cluster of stars in the back of Taurus the bull representing the seven churches technically it is uh, marked as the m45 cluster and there is uh, nowadays there's very little report on this celestial event but we're going to see that it was a very important marker scripturally so what this article is about is the difference between us looking up longingly faithfully expecting the lord to not just work in our life but also of course his return and Him speaking to us through the scriptures by the spirit but also through visions and dreams prophetic words but also through the heavens, his heavenly blackboard, where with the gospel in the individual constellations, the heavenly clock, which helps us to be grounded in prophetic time, but also gives us insight to where we are with regard to the Lord's appointed times. Ultimately, um, it will help us to understand the appointed time of the Lord's return and then the image below is the pulling of the world of this of sin of the flesh of what is happening on the world stage what the enemy is doing um and that has a very strong pull on our life and that appears to be culminating once each year and that is on black friday next friday we're going to see that black friday has its roots in the days of Noah as well and uh, also holds prophetic meaning with regard to not just what the enemy is doing because what they are showing forth is just a dark mirror of what we can find in scripture we've shared about the wicked binding and gathering rituals of the surface level of uh, political leadership that we know on the on the hind side, behind the curtains and maybe even deep underground there is the satanic elite pulling their strings they have flocked to paris france sharm el sheik egypt and bali indonesia and the combined uh, efforts are wrapping up this weekend and that matches these celestial markers we're going to cover in a little bit there's nothing new under the sun, and our days are indeed just like the Lord foretold, just like the days of Noah. In Scripture, the wicked are mentioned in many places, such as Genesis six eight, Matthew twelve twelve thirty eight, and Luke eleven twenty nine to thirty two, as well as in the Book of Enoch, verses one and two of the first chapter. If you like to uh, study this in more detail, there's a article. There's an article linked over here which covers both biblical and apocryphal outlines of wickedness and evil perpetrated by men and angels, as well as genetic engineering in Noah's days. You can find that over here. And as I understand it, the elite are uh, closing their efforts toward the ushering in of the beast system so they're closing salvo uh in the past two weeks of their pre-tribulation spiritual preparations toward a dark spiritual winter and for many also a very dark uh physically dark winter those outside the lord's flock of overcomers and the innocent in christ because both will be taken by the lord is marked in the heavens with the culmination of the Pleiades, the the yearly highest elevation of the seven churches, today, Friday, November 18th. This was the ancient celestial marker for Noah's flood memorial, as well as for the beginning of winter in his day. So we're going to see that the spring rising of the Pleiades and now the culmination of the Pleiades in November That marked the beginning of summer and now the end of summer so when the Lord said that the summer would be nigh even at the doors um, I thought that that marker was behind us because we've had the uh, spring equinox the spring equilux uh, all kinds of astronomical markers but this was an ancient marker in Noah's days and because of the precession of the equinoxes just like the sun uh, remember that Josephus wrote that the sun was in the constellation Aries in the springtime but now because the sun's backward movement on the ecliptic over time the sun is now in Pisces a similar phenomenon is going on with the culmination of the Pleiades that took place in a different time in noah's days as it does for us now so that's why uh, i think that's one of the reasons why this is a very uh um, unfamiliar sign to us noah's memorial event and timing were corrupted over time even into satanic worship rituals like halloween sawin all souls day Uh, we covered that prior because that was a Uh, series of feasts which are currently still celebrated in part mostly on or around the full moon of the eighth month it is no longer tied to the culmination of the pleiades and i think because that's a floating marker as opposed to the full moon of the eighth month the bride who like noah has gone out by faith and resides in her spiritual ark The closeness we have with the Lord has readied herself spiritually. She shines forth by the power of the Spirit and the Word. And as darker the conditions, the surroundings get, the more brightly uh, the light is emanating from within. Just like in the ark itself, through the upper room window, the Lord's gentle dove, can go forth and come back into the ark at her beloved's prompting. She's flying on the decovering of uh, the Lord and his wakeful eye. The dove type resembles a sheep in John ten nine, who can come and go from their pasture after having found salvation in their shepherd, in the Lord Jesus, having gone through him as the one and only open door. The same open-door believers are promised in the Lord's Revelation letters where he addresses these seven churches which are marked out in the heavens in the Pleiades. Here the Lord directs his flock of doves in the Pleiades' seven churches, the heavenly timekeeper highlighted in this article. Elsewhere in the heavens we have another picture of the dove. The heavens relate to us in a beautiful harmony how the lord's heavenly dove elsewhere named columba the little dove going before the lord's ark in the heavens that is argo navis with sirius the hawk the revelation 22 bright morning star the brightest star of what is now known as canis major but used to be a hawk the bow star of the vessel of uh, the ark flying above her so Just like we are flying underneath the Lord's covering as we go back and forth from abiding in Him in the heavens, we see that reflected. We see the dove underneath the wings of the hawk going before the ark, being able to go in and out. The constellation's original name was Columba Noachi, meaning Noah's dove. As we likewise go out, into the lord's harvest field to shine his light our wings may get heavy our feet may get muddy hence our lord mirrored in the beautiful segment of the uh, account of noah we see how he gently handles the dove. he reaches out from the window lifts her up into his presence where she finds rest and repose on the Torah calendar, we can see that the November 18th sunset, and we have, uh, where I am, Amsterdam, Holland, we're already past sunset, is the start of fan 23. So the uh, weekly Sabbath on Torah calendar has just started. And in biblical history, the 23rd of Chesvan is noted as the day that the defiled... Altar stones uh, were removed from the temple, and the Torah readings for this Sabbath is the account of the life of Sarah, the uh, wife of Abraham, the foreshadowing of the heavenly Jerusalem, her name being changed by adding the breath of the Holy Spirit from Sarai to Sarah. And in the account of Sarah, there is also. A uh, place uh, reserved for the account of Rebecca and Isaac, the beautiful account of the Holy Spirit going to find a bride for um, for Isaac, a beautiful picture of the Lord's beloved and the bride. And then, of course, before I go into the next slide, the next uh, in the next uh, week we have the marker of Jesuán 27. We're going to see a little bit later that it has a double meaning. For in the days of Noah, that was the day that the uh, entire time frame of the uh, flood in the days of Noah ended. And in the mirror month of Iyar, the second month, because the eighth month mirrors the second month of Iyar, it was the marker for the ascension of the Lord. And remember that the two witnesses... were standing as the people saw the Lord lifted up into the heavens Um, we have the commemoration that the Lord would return as he went so what the uh, account gives us explicitly is the presence of the two witnesses we know that there's going to be two groups of witnesses Uh, just like David's end times army we have two groups of 144,000 revelation 7 one in revelation 14 one group is mortal the other immortal and the implicit um, indication is that he ascended from amongst his group of closest friends so that is a beautiful reminder of who is going to be witnessing his return and then, of course, we have the Marker in Scripture in 1 Samuel 20, the account of David and Jonathan, the bride type and the covenant maker, who gather before an unspecified new moon banquet of Saul, um, to then part ways, because David is not going to be present at that uh, new moon banquet, and the reasoning he gives to Jonathan to relate to his father is that there is a yearly feast back home. So the time frame of the New Moon Banquet um, matches, potentially, the Dedication Feast which includes a sacrifice um, tied to Noah's memorial. But also we find that account in the Feast of Dedication in John 10. And then of course we have, uh, fresh on our minds, that beautiful vision given to that young Swedish boy of a Friday gathering in Egypt then final warnings being given and a subsequent departure of the overcomer bride and the innocent. So that is something to keep in mind as well. Here you have the readings uh, uh, tied to the uh, parashat Haiei Sarah the life of Sarah instituted by Ezra the type of the heavenly jerusalem but also the mother of us all in the spirit and then we have an amazing marker in the heavens so here the uh, m45 is well placed that we're going to take a look at that that is the culmination of the pleiades flanked by the sparkles the meteor shower in the lion, shining forth shiloh is shining take a look at next week under the marker for the dark phase of the moon when the moon comes together with the sun solomon the bride having passed the altar of redemption coming together with the bridegroom then jupiter ends retrograde motion meaning it will stand still just like when the magi found the lord welcome to part two so right before the last leg of the journey of the Persian uh, court officials looking for the Lord, most likely with a large entourage, just like we have traveled and travailed looking for the Lord, trying to find the time as to when to find him, but most importantly, learning and growing as to what he looks to find, from within our hearts luke twenty-one twenty-five, and there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven uranos in greek shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Genesis 49, 8-12. to 12, The gathering unto Shiloh. We have seen the elite trying to do this mock of gathering uh, at Sinai, but also the gathering... In Egypt, we know that the uh, Giza pyramids are the manifestation of the Lord's bridal um, temple in stone, the altar and witness to the Lord on the border of upper and lower Egypt in the book of Isaiah. Now the original, Genesis 49, verses 8 to 12. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise, a type of the bride thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies thy father's children shall bow down before thee judah is a lion's well from from the prey my son thou art gone up he stooped down he couched as a lion and as an old lion who shall rouse him up the sceptre shall not depart from judah nor a lawgiver from between his feet until shiloh come until the lord comes and unto him shall the gathering or the obedience of the people be. Binding his foal unto the vine, and his asses colt unto the choice vine, he washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine, and his teeth white with milk. I'm going to see a beautiful marker in the heavens of a gathering unto Shiloh in a bit. Amos 5, eight. Seek him that maketh the seven stars and Orion. The seven stars is another reference to the Pleiades, just like what John shows us in the book of Revelation. And turneth the shadow of death into the morning, and maketh the day dark with night, that calleth forth the waters of the earth, and poureth them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is thy name. In this one verse we see a reference to the Pleiades, to the Son of Man constellation, Orion, turning of the shadow of death into the morning, we know that the shadow of death turning to, to the morning is also connected to Mary Magdalene seeing the resurrected Christ uh, before dawn. And then we have a reference to the flood. So we have that connection in this one verse of the Pleiades Orion, the transference of the shadow of death into morning and the flood. Job 38, 38, Uh, one also refers to the Pleiades. When Job called out in distress to the Lord, the Lord gave him a much bigger vision of who he is and who he was and will ever be in Job's life. He asked Job, can thou bind the sweet influence of the Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? We're going to see a lot Uh, detailed about this particular verse but in short the binding is connected to the gathering of the sweet influence of the Pleiades the spirit working from within the seven churches the seven spirits of God flowing outward that is expressed in the Pleiades the flock of doves the again the seven churches but also a picture of the hen having gathered her chicks under her wings and the gathering and binding is done by the lord but those are the cords of love revelation 1, twelve, another reference to the pleiades and i turned to see the voice that spake with me and being turned i saw ze- seven golden candlesticks the seven lights the spirits of god and in the midst of the seven candlesticks one like unto the son of man clothed with a garment down to the foot and girt about the paps with a golden girdle the lord standing in the middle of the seven candlesticks the representation of the seven churches but in the heavens that is the pleiades the ingathering of the dispersed is described in isaiah 60 the combination of darkness rising and then the lord's beloved shining forth arise and shine For your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the people. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Again, the moment of dawn where darkness transitions into light, death, and to life. John 1.5, the light shines in the darkness, for it determines the course of your life. John 14, verse 1 to 4. The L has dropped off. (laughs) Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there may ye be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, goes, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I, shall, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe me for the very works, uh, for the, for, for the ver, very works' sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works I shall that I shall do, he do also, and greater works then these shall he do. That is uh, connected in in the book of Acts, Acts 2, the greater works that the disciples will do in his name. Because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that, I, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. So that is the promise to the overcoming believers the book of acts will find another fulfillment and then on to the enemy gatherings the demonic binding and wicked gatherings it's a wrap they are closing up second corinthians 2 11, lest satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices we are to expose what he is doing the entry and exit way in bali under the guiding of a demon Vishnu and Garuda a demigod and a demon the red carpet they are mimicking the ecliptic in the heavens the Vishnu Garuda statue of course it was inundated with the uh, heightened tensions with regard to the Ukraine war the missile found which was allegedly fired by russia at least that is what zelensky wanted to have the world accept so perhaps the invocation of um uh, the nato treaty four and five the upscaling of that war uh could have taken place but as of yet that has not happened and apparently it was not a russian missile the joint statement of nato and the g7 leaders on the margins of the g20 summit in bali and we're going to see a little bit later that there is a beautiful vision given to a uh, sister of our sister vicky about what transpired in egypt uh, behind closed doors a ritual crowning of the first beast uh, but also inside that the uh, ten kings of the to be divided Uh, ten kingdoms we find that in the book of Daniel that has actually uh, partially taken place in these meetings as well the joint uh, statement was a veiled peace and security statement so we have seen both the Paris uh, peace meetings the uh, city in Egypt the name of the city is the city of peace and then the Bali Summit also bringing forth a call to peace Um, in addition to the stepping stones toward the financial and identification aspect in addition to the medical uh, connection to people's vaccine uh, status that was all incorporated into these events as well nato saying ukrainian s-300 missile fell in poland blaming russia so the amp ramping up the the charging of that conflict in the ukraine it's like they want to force the lord's hands uh to uh, have that conflict scale up but we know everything is going by his uh authority and within his perfect timing The Kremlin's response and then this was a serious incident of a virtual nuclear warhead um, flying over Kiev in the Ukraine and I saw just now in the papers that there was another um, ICBM test by North Korea which uh, landed near Japan so we know from the scriptures that the onset of judgment will have Uh, An impact on the US and the UK Um, many will not expect that to come from North Korea but through prophetic uh, visions uh, combined with what we read in the scriptures it may very well uh, be from that direction so we see the heightened tension um, in addition to the uh, galvanizing the uh, closing salvo of the G20 leaders, promoting global vaccine passports, promoting um, like imprisonment so people can move about freely. So digital uh, surveillance, digital marking identification requirements in order for people to move around. That is the witchcraft doublespeak of Satan. And as a dark mirror of what the Lord is doing writing his testimony in the word given through the spirit but especially written on the blackboard of heaven they are also writing out their plans on the walls so the uh, final um, statements by the delegation of cop 27 was actually postponed or they presented it as such they were not able to reach that agreement that it was a fought over result i think it's much contrary to what is actually happening because most of it if not all is pre-planned but the writing on the wall uh at cop 27. 33 logo with the un laurel wreaths just like the victory crown in the constellation sagittarius The big wigs, the new dawn, people being muzzled, not able to speak out, walk freely. And then the writing on the wall, people are supposed to accept and adhere the problems created in order to bring forth the solutions which will imprison them and bind them. The vesica pisces, entry and exit way the new dawn they ascribe to and their ambitions toward the next year and then the end of the red clouds over the venue the skies being red and lowry the foreboding of judgment so welcome to the third uh, video on the topic this is a vision i referred to earlier from our sister Vicki she has been given a vision by the Lord and I believe it is genuine but just like she will explain to you uh, take all visions and dreams to the Lord uh, in prayer just like words given uh, to people from the Lord I'm very very selective with regard to whose words I pass on and uh, this is a vision which uh, speaks uh, resonates with my inner spirit as being uh, truthful i think it's very insightful as well Uh, but again take it to the lord in prayer so you can find the link in uh, the description box or you can go to her website directly Uh, she speaks about the crowning of antichrist i understand to be the first beast barack obama I, ex- uh, I expect there to be not just one uh, personhood, but as a mock of of uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I believe the Antichrist will do the same with the unholy trinity of three persons. Barak is the first beast, um, the false prophet second beast will likely be the Pope, and then the Antichrist son type, I believe, to be William. So you can read more about that over here. The article is from my Dutch website, meaning uh, a translation widget is available to translate it in uh, the language of your choosing. She also speaks of the time of tribulation being beyond seven years. Um, My understanding is that. The times and laws will be manipulated. We read that in Daniel seven twenty five, and this is an understanding of the pattern found in the conquest of Joshua, the the cycling back of time in time loops. Um, the uh, brothers from uh, Open Scroll Blog had have done an extensive research on the reset of time. This is a booklet from the Ministry Informed Christians on the time of perplexity so the devil being given the authority over time and natural laws and he will use that to not just debase people completely but also revert them back into time loops in an attempt to try to ensnare them but the lord will only allow that for a season so the heavens declare let us look at what the heavens are proclaiming the coming days m45 is well placed this is the uh pleiades cluster in uh, the word cluster there's an association to a cluster of fruits uh, perhaps even grapes it is strongly associated with the fruits that scripture speaks of with regard to the fruitfulness of joseph joseph is associated with taurus the bull the two horns with the tribes of ephraim and manasseh the u.s and the uk the harlot's daughter and the harlot mother and the fruitfulness in the spirit i believe ties back to the pleiades the cluster of the seven churches in the back end of the bull. so the culmination the highest point the yearly highest point of the pleiades in the heavens is tonight this is what that looks like on screen so Way up north, and I saw it uh, yesterday. Like the, uh, at least with my visual ability, I'm not going to be able to tell the difference between today and yesterday. But we know uh, through the technical technological means that the culmination is actually tonight. But yesterday, as I was looking up, like way, way, way uh, up north, I actually saw Orion and the Pleiades. So the combination of the three belt stars are usually fairly easy to make up in the heavens and then you have the uh, bright stars of orion around the three belt stars and if you go from sirius through the belt stars that's how you find the uh, constellation of the bull and the pleiades so usually if you with your eyes follow the belt stars of orion it will lead you to the pleiades so that was the ancient marker of the flood commemoration in Noah's days. Then we have the three meteor showers the, the Leonids, which are peaking today and tomorrow. And the Northern Torrents are still ongoing. They have already peaked, but they're still ongoing. And then we have the Monoceros meteor shower, November 20 and 21. The Leonists, there's only a small window to be able to see them that is uh, between sundown and the moon coming up because uh, otherwise it will not be visible. So you can pick up the directions how to watch the Leonid meteor shower, uh, for instance, at earthsky.com. So this is what that looks like in that particular brief window. The Leonids are shining, not just the light on Shiloh, Shiloh is sparkling, but it's exactly at the sickle of the harvest, at the heart star, the Alpha Star Regulus, a tie back to the Genesis 49:10 prophecy of the gathering unto Shiloh. The Uh, origin of that meteor shower, I believe it is uh, 55p, temple, uh, Tuttle. temple is of course uh, apparent, but Tuttle has uh, the meaning of thunder and a cauldron, so I believe that is very uh, fitting. So that is the debris field from that comet. So here we see a gathering unto Shiloh. The uh, constellation is Uh, at its daily high point in the heavens as we speak Uh, the moon is at meridian as well it is approaching the Alpha Omega border on the ecliptic but what we see is very interesting because we see the lion we see the woman but in between is Sirius. that is the asteroid associated with Jesus as the grain brought forth or the grain offering So we're actually seeing how today the moon is changing chapters on the ecliptic, going from Leo into Virgo, passing the asteroid associated with the grain offering, the Lord as the grain offering. Mars is in between the horns of the bull, as I just mentioned, And tomorrow at 625 Ceres, that asteroid uh, associated with Jesus, the grain offering, is at Meridian early in the morning. And that's when the moon enters into Virgo uh, at the uh, first bright star, right underneath Coma Bernices. And this is where the man-child is hidden. So this is a reference to Jesus at the age when the man-child Uh, found him it is uh, a woman with the child standing on her lap in the original depictions in the heavens and then next week at the end of the week we have jupiter standing still so there is a lot to glean from the heavens so the moon having entered virgo above crater the cup the cup of uh, judgment being poured forth Mercury will be at aphelion tomorrow, November 19th, meaning it's uh furthest removed from the sun distance-wise. So visually they are very close in the constellation uh that Mercury is in the constellation Scorpio, but the physical distance is uh largest when Mercury is at aphelion. Asteroid Thyra is at opposition, that is uh in the constellation Perseus, so Hershey is is the waymaker, the breaker, breaking a way free for the princess to be lifted up by the winged horse into the heavenly throne room. And then the moon, November 19th, the moon will pass the star Zavijava. That means the gloriously beautiful. I always love when the moon passes Zavijava. The next day, it will pass, uh, or the moon will pass. Uh, Parima, which is the goddess of prophecy, in Virgo's left hand at the delta section. Remember that is the ta- that was the target of the enemy to uh, uh, create another door um, to peace and security. That's what uh, is one of the things they were acting out through the COVID injections. The moon at Parima at exactly 726, so the moon is at meridian at the highest point in heavens, flanked by a comet named Wild, um, 81p Wild, I'm not really sure what that means, (laughs) but the 726 uh, meridian marker I believe is very interesting. The next day the moon is at Spica, the first fruits of grain in Virgo's left hand, and the uh, that is also a birthing picture. The moon passing the upper body of Virgo into the lower body, aligning with the star Arcturus, which is above in Bootes, pointing to the suns of light. The floating comet in, uh, in between the head of the serpent and the northern crown, Corona Borealis, I believe the Lord is encouraging us to not uh, forfeit that crown, that Uh, crown of victory which is promised to us as overcomers yes the serpent wants to seize it from us but if we hold on to it it's ours the path of Vesta the uh, asteroid uh, Vesta typing the virgins it's associated with in the Roman pantheon with the Vestal virgins with the goddess of the home the goddess of the hearth And uh, this is the pathway in Aquarius. The new moon, which is the astronomical dark phase. So this is not the biblical new moon. That is a little bit later. But this is the dark phase. This is when the bride and the groom come together. The physical distance of the moon and the sun will actually be smallest the next day, November 25th. That is when uh, the moon is at perihelion. But this is when, visually, the Sun and the Moon come together. In this case, in the constellation Scorpio. So, the asteroid Babylon is alone on the altar. (laughs) Uh, Venus and Mercury are conjoined in Scorpio as well at the heart star in Teres. That is the heart of the enemy. Then Jupiter ends its retrograde motion in the... Uh, constellation Pisces underneath underneath Pegasus, and that is, I believe, the most important celestial marker for the next week. The king planet is standing still, and that stationary point or direct point uh, was a key marker because um, in the final leg of the travels of the Magi in finding the Lord, the stars stood still over when the child was at the time. So um, It was not long afterward that they found the Lord. May it be so for us. So this is the trajectory of Jupiter and you can see the retrograde motion over here in the constellation Pisces, so the stationary point Points on both ends of the retrograde are marked over here, and uh, hereafter, the uh, planet, the king planet, will go forward again on the ecliptic. Here you can see that same retrograde uh, motion circled over here with the dates accompanying it. And then the 25th, remember that the uh, so that is a day of high expectation we have that Black Friday marker and then the expected new moon the first sliver also connected to the account of David and Jonathan the moon is in the celestial golden gate in between Sagittarius Ophiuchus and Ophiuchus here is the crown of victory that was also in, in uh, connected in the logo of the cop 27 The moon is actually facing the white horse rider, of course, connected to the book of Revelation. But above uh, the uh, archer is actually an arrow known as Sajita that is connected directly to Jonathan. So we actually find a reference of the bride standing face to face with the covenant maker in the celestial golden gate at the time of the expected sighting of the new moon. And then the final slide, the moon at perihelion. So that is um, the moon physically closest to the sun. So on November 24th is the astronomical new moon, the dark phase, when they sort of like overlap and the moon disappears in the sun's glare. But the closest distance of the moon, the bright type, and the sun, the bridegroom type, is the next day, November 25th. So I think... The heavens hold great promise for us for the coming week. And in the next video, I'm going to of Noah and the Pleiades.